there's a lot of innovation happening in EdTech and there is good innovation even happening around personalized learning. But the challenge what you nail down is, even though these innovations, they're not getting the adoption. Uh, I call it, call it the EdTech is, uh, companies are caught in the chasm. They're not able to break that chasm out. There are too many shiny objects and, and very difficult to time that. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Today, I have on Hardeep Gulati. Hardeep is the CEO of Power School. It's actually, I, I joined him out at ISTE 2018. And this one was a tough one because I, I was really guarded because, uh, one, I... I we don't do sponsorships in the sense of, I, I don't want to, this is not an advertisement. And matter of fact, I think twice in the episode, I kind of indicated that. Uh, also because I did a couple other interviews that I just, I'm not deciding to release because it just, it got too salesy. And while I understand uh, the companies are trying to get their message out, um, I'm wanting to focus a little bit more on, on what's next and, and what's pushing innovation forward. And I definitely got that out of Hardeep. Um, but at the same time, I, I just didn't want to talk about just the product. So we got into what's new, what's next for Power School. Um, and some of the things that I saw is, is convinced me that I needed to do this episode. Um, a friend, a mutual friend, Mike Lawrence, uh, reached out and said, you know, I think we should do this. And uh, after doing the interview, I felt a lot more comfortable with it because, again, um, don't want this to sound salesy. But I was excited about some of the things that Power School is doing. So for these reasons, I went ahead and released it. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Hardeep is a really interesting guy. And towards the end of the interview, I really love how he, as a learner and as a kid, uh, appreciates some of the things that they're doing as a company. If you want to share this one out, we sincerely appreciate it. Also, for the people that are giving us iTunes reviews, we sincerely appreciate that. And for the people that are reaching back to me on the Facebook group or in DMs or an email, your recommendations on who can be on the show next is invaluable. I sincerely, sincerely appreciate that. All right, without further ado, Hardeep Gulati. All right, that hustle and bustle you hear in the background is we are live at ISTE 2018. And I'm excited because I'm joined by Hardeep Gulati. Uh, he is the CEO of Power School. And uh, I got to be honest with you, Hardeep. At first, I was skeptical about uh, walking through and, and seeing what you guys do and, and getting to meet your team. Pretty excited about some of the things you guys have going on. I, I'm traditionally not like a all hail the ed tech. I like for innovation. I like entrepreneurship. I like moving things forward. Uh, and then and then I got to see what's new. So before we get into all that, first of all, introduce yourself and, uh, and, and what you got going on. Great. Thank you, John, and I appreciate you taking the time not to just talk to me, but actually taking our tour of the school of the future. Uh, as you saw, we really brought together all of our entire experience of across all of our unified platform or unified solutions, but an easy way so the teachers and administrators and educators of the conference can see how would they really a school would look like if they're using all those different things, all integrated, all unified. It's amazing is uh, you know uh, how much of fragmentation that exists in K-12 districts, and our vision and mission is to solve that both through unified solution, but also and providing innovation on top of that, which will completely help disrupt and improve K-12 education in a significant way. Okay, so you you, you just hearkened in on my, my favorite words, disrupt, right? Sometimes it's used incorrectly. Tell me how you're disrupting. 
Well, one of the things when you look at it, there is a great amount of innovation happening in that tech space. You see just the number of booths and the vendors. It's just overwhelming in terms of the number of companies who are trying to provide solutions. Well, it's, it's great that we see that much innovation, but one of the challenges what you see with that is there is also a lot of fragmentation. There are companies which lack the scale, and what happens is a lot of these districts are buying these solutions, and then there are so much niche solutions, and they still don't talk to each other. And what that creates is ultimately the impact from all that innovation still doesn't happen because of the fragmentation, because districts just cannot tie all those processes, the data, to really make sense. The way we're disrupting is we are the number one comprehensive K-12 education technology platform. Our platform now and solutions reach 45 million students, which is 75% of the US and Canada students in North America. And that scale, we're using that scale to provide a platform which not only works on providing all our solutions, but actually integrates to hundreds of other edtech providers. So ultimately, teachers and educators and administrators can get the benefit of all those solutions, leveraging the platform so they can have a much more easier way to get there. That disruption of anybody who's trying to bring all those pieces together and create a platform is very unique uh, because you, what you see is all niche providers. And while they're great in that niche solution, then because they're not combined, it's not making the design impact. We are helping it unify and bring it all together so it unlocks the potential of the investments these districts are doing. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the things I saw. Um, well, I'm, I'm gonna still go straight to that. Like, even like, things that I didn't expect, uh, like the Alexa voice skill thing. Uh, talk about that, because I mean, like this, this was one of those things that um, I thought, whoa, I, I, I'm not sure if you guys are first to this uh, in your space, but when I saw that, I could just see a lot of parents that quite frankly don't want to log in they don't want to go through the process, but they could, uh, well, tell everybody about the Alexa voice scale. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, what you see is, uh, again, kids are, you know, when, when you look at it, there's a lot of focus on standardized testing and kids grade and all that. We're trying to change that conversation, not just to that, right? We have 15 million uh, users on our PowerSchool mobile app where parents and students can see the grades and attendance. We have you know, 40 other million parents and students who log in into our parent and student portal to check the grades and attendance. But what that doesn't do is that's not creating the dialogue. Uh, if, if majority, you know, when you look at the households, I like my household, when I deal with my teens, if I ask them, how was your day at school? The answer is good, you know, and that's it. They want to move on and uh, do their other things. What we're doing it with Alexa is we're kind of creating a dinner table conversations where you can actually now have Alexa Tell, tell us how did uh, you know your son's day or your daughter's day was at school, and uh, and what is coming up, and now you will talk. The Alexa will look through all the information within PowerSchool and our partner solutions, and talk about look here here's the assignments which are coming up. These were the lessons which were taught. Now you can say oh you know what do you thought about that yeah. right? So now that's, you're kind of actually making that into a conversation yeah. rather than just being about grades. Yeah, that that's game changing. That that that's what I get excited about. Like. Because again, uh, some of the kids were like, <laughs> I don't know, and, and it's just, it's, it's a new skill. And I'm sure like we'll, we might see each other next year and Alexa voice skill is probably going to be exponentially more than what you're offering is right now. Just the fact that you guys are starting it is exciting. Um, but it does, it, you know, you could have that, like you said, dinner table type moment where your parents are informed uh, instead of a, yeah, everything's fine. Did you do all your assignments? Yeah. <laughs> Alexa. 
David missed two of his assignments, so I, yes. I, I kind of dig that. Um, the other thing that, that I thought was interesting is that you guys kind of have um, a skill gamification, almost a video game kind of feel to some of the pr things that they needed to work on. Go into that. Well, what, what we find is that one of the beauties uh, of our solution is that we understand a lot about the student. So, because we are the student information system, as well as we have the classroom solutions and administrative aspects from a teacher perspective, teacher professional development, and we understand some of the student uh, assessments as well as their improvements over the time, including even their behavior data. But one of the things what we see is that how do we take the power of that understanding everything what's going on with the student to help create more personalized learning for the student. What happens is again, our teachers and educators just do phenomenal work in helping teach the kids, but they're limited by the bandwidth of how much time they can spend individually to the 20 to 30 students they might have in their class. What we're using the personalized learning is part of the interactions students are doing in the unified classroom or on their mobile app is to provide a personalized learning path which will augment the teachers in providing a learning path based on where the student needs help or which areas the student is already doing great and they have more interest so they want to excel on it and create an adaptive learning path personalized based on what would work for that student. So what the notion is, all you need is, you know, tell your kid is like spend 30 minutes at power school and now you could guide, the system is going to guide them through that personalized learning path, but in a fun way, rather than being only about here's the assignments or here's a test, we are making it more fun as a gamification of the different set of things which show them progression. And the paradigm we use, for example, is like kids love travel. So we've created a, a travel and, um, process, a travel map, like in an example of let's say a Paris map, and they are now unlocking different travel journeys and through different journeys and they're unlocking badges of different areas they have visited. Where you're gonna use the similar model to even look at a sports analogy. So you're kind of creating a gamification and in inherently you're giving them a personalized learning path which is tailored made to that kid so they're encouraged to spend time and they can actually cash in those badges to do more gaming as well as they can cash in a badge for reward system. So we have a whole behavior, positive learning behavior models, which allows even for schools and communities to participate in providing badges to the kids, like local ice cream or pizza from, from a local you know, bank or a local uh, ice cream shop. So it's kind of really engaging in a fun way, learning, rather than just being telling them, here are their assessments or here are your grades. Right. We're just trying to make it fun. So, no, I love that, love it. How are you gonna get teachers to utilize it and start showcasing it to the families? Because I mean, I, I've seen some great things that just didn't get adopted because the teachers either didn't have enough time or they didn't have an interest or it was too difficult. What, do you, what steps are you guys gonna take to make sure the teachers wanna implement this and show it off to the families? Now, no, that's a great point. And when you look at, again, going back to there's a lot of innovation happening in ed tech and there is good innovation even happening around personalized learning. But the challenge what you nail down is, even though these innovations, they're not getting the adoption. Uh, I call it, call it the ed tech is, uh, companies are caught in the chasm. They're not able to break that chasm out. There are too many shiny objects and, and very difficult to time that. Well, this is where our scale helps because we are already in front of 
millions of teachers and even 45 million students, what we are able to do is the experiences they already have. So we have you know, m millions of teachers who are already in our grade book or they're already in our system on looking through their own personalized learning aspects, as well as students and parents who are checking the attendance and grades and everything. We're providing that experience of these additional personalized learning components as part of their current mobile app or as part of their current, uh, you know, uh, their current solutions. So our vision is to integrate the innovation with your existing experiences, so adoption for these things are going to be faster. And the beauty is that we're not trying to just make this into a power school solution all. This is for a partner ecosystem. So wherever the districts want different areas, they can embed into the unified classroom. It's like a platform which allows them to bring other specs. So we don't want to have a lock on the content or how the personalized learning done. That's up to the different vendors. We are just focusing on providing the platform which then can enable that information to flow easily as well as helping with the adoption of those components. So that's a very exciting work. There's a lot of work still to be done. We are just scratching the surface on this. I typically tell my team that if we do not solve the personalized learning problem, it's unlikely in the next five to 10 years there'll be another vendor who has the scale and the reach we have to make that happen. So not only we have the obligation to innovate and continue to innovate further, but actually leverage the ecosystem so we can really make a big disruption and provide that nirvana everybody wishes for. Yeah, I, that's awesome. Because one of the things that I wanted to hit on is that, um, look, I, I know that any you know, information system, it's you know, collating and you know, creating data and seeing what the, they're lacking and seeing what they're, you know, need, you know, they're already great at and things of that nature. Um, but I'm also one of those guys that, um, I'm pushing innovation. I'm pushing collaboration, like true collaboration, not turn to the kid next to you. Um, I think that every kid should think like an entrepreneur, that they're actively seeking opportunities. Um, so while I understand part of your model is to like report back what the data is, um, and I love the Alexa and I love the whole you guys are gamifying and making it fun, what are you guys, and this is a kind of a difficult question, but like how are you guys fostering innovation with your users? How are you fostering them to collaborate in, in authentic ways um, with PowerSchool? Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. And, uh, you know, kids have so much potential, right, to your point of how you can provide them more tools. Um, there are two areas where part of our, our goal is not just providing uh, process and solutions and to your point insights and data which help them encourage learning but it's actually provide collaboration tools which allow them to foster the the social learning and being able to really le leverage the power of the community um, so one of our uh, capabilities in as part of a unified classroom is the concept of wiki projects so students can actually create groups study groups and they're actually sharing all the different materials online, they're collaboratively working in the real-time apps, whether in Microsoft or Google, within that. We also have e-portfolios for students, so they can capture their different learnings and their different portfolio throughout the life of their journey across the different classes. Something they can even carry forward to the other districts as well, as it becomes a part of their, uh, their experience. Uh, recently, you probably heard Microsoft acquired a company called Flipgrid. And Microsoft is one of our very strategic partners and we are doing a lot of joint development with them on Unified Classroom and enabling Microsoft tools. So we have been talking to Microsoft how we want to enable even the flip grid within the Unified Classroom so they can leverage the power of social learning. Now we're not just making this at the student level, 
powerful solution also is the teacher professional development. So same tools I talked about, we are also doing it at the teacher level. So teachers have their own communities and collaboration and different professional development, including lesson plan sharing. And then being able to have the benefit of not just teachers and students, but teacher-student collaboration and even teacher-student and parent collaboration, almost like a Facebook activity page. When a parent logs in, they can see all the stuff which is happening in their kid's life and what teachers are, are saying that, and they can get their notification right on their phone or on their Apple Watch. So parents also feel that they are connected uh, and you know they, they are part of that whole engagement which will help drive better student engagement. That, that's that's pretty cool, um, but I do have to ask. So I, I love the idea of the digital portfolio, especially as you said, it, it can go cross school and everything else. Who owns it when they leave? They're no longer a power school user, but they've got this digital portfolio. What happens to that? So typically, our our uh, you know we partner with the districts. Really, districts own the data. So districts ultimately have the, the data. Now, a lot of districts will let students and parents have their data to be leveraged and have different ways for them to be able to take advantage of that. True, but there's gotta be a, I, just thinking out loud, um, so if they have a cool digital portfolio, they're graduating, and, and even if it's not like just data, but like some of their projects, right? As they graduate, I, I, I as a parent, would really love for them to have a way that I, I hate to say like create a PDF out of it, yeah, but yeah. Uh, they can export that and then that can be a forever thing. I, we, we definitely allow people to export their, their data, their different capabilities around their projects and all. Um, but I think where you're also going is, this is one of the things we have talked with Microsoft is, think about a LinkedIn for a K-12, right? For a student to have their stuff. So there's definitely more innovation we yes. can do with people like Microsoft and other companies who can help kind of a, a journey or a, a, a well, you know, uh, uh, for a kid, so yeah. they can kind of carry on and have part of their their higher ed as well as their life. So almost like all the way from childhood to the to their professional life. No, I good. I, I like that. Um, one last thing, just obviously now you've been successful, you've got an awesome title here. Tell me about you as a learner. When you were a kid, what was your learning style? And how has that affected you? I mean, I don't know if you, like, at, at age 10, ever thought yourself, I'm going to be in the education space. But clearly you valued education because you're here. So tell me, you, uh, tell me about you as a learner. Well, you know, I, when I look back, I, I owe a lot to my parents and my teachers, which got me here. I, I reflect back at uh, the time my parents uh, spend with me when they would not just ask me how did you on a grade actually they would actually engage with them in terms of like you know to tell us about that what did you do there or you know the stories and being able to help guide that so it was part of like they would actually sit down with me and help me on where you know what are the areas and how the learning has been then I look also at the the teachers which influenced me my math teacher in seventh grade my you know computer science data structure teacher in my uh, bachelor's of uh, computer science. The learnings which they did, I still use those lessons today in, in my thinking about how to structure the problem, how to solve the problem. End of the day, those learnings were the foundation of what got me here. So my firm belief is that learning is such an important part of every, every element what we do. The more we can enable, the better it is. I spend a lot of time with a lot of enterprise software companies 
And in the last few years, I've been working in the education space, in the corporate education, the higher education, and, and now in the K-12 last couple of years. And I can tell you the satisfaction to make that impact and make that paradigm shift on learning in a K-12 hasn't been really great because that's where we need the most. Because kids, you know, as an adult, as a higher ed college, you could find your way into le and learning yourself. So if you're motivated even, you're driven enough, you can find the way. Our kids don't have the resources and exposure. Now they're getting smarter, they are the digital native generation, but it's even more important that we guide them to the right learning. Because they could spend the time, it's that information explosion, could also disrupt their learning because it's almost their attention spans are, are getting disrupted. So how do you make sure that we are ch channeling all that energy, that technology enablement, in a way that they are learning better? And that's our mission our, in terms of providing that personalized learning path, which also is guided by empowerment with teachers. We're not trying to take the teachers away or the educators away. We're not trying to innovate with a machine which is going to teach them. We think the teachers and the educators are going to have even a bigger role in guiding that personalized learning path for the kids. You don't want kid to just learn completely without that influence to help them guide there and br br empowering the bridging that gap where we can personalize tools for teachers so they can provide personalized learning for students. That is our motto, that's what we have been striving for. So end of the day, we want teachers to be able to teach and take the administrative aspects away. That way they are more empowered to unlock the potential of the students. Yeah, I, I, I like that answer. One, because your journey as a learner is then reflected uh, and I'm sure you've somewhat structured it that way, let's be honest. But like your journey as a learner was empowered by passionate teachers and passionate parents. And, um, I, you know, I, it's one thing that, like I'm always, I'm, I'm always very, um, let's just say guarded. Um, full transparency, like I don't do sponsored podcasts. Uh, this is not a paid advertisement for Power School. But the reason why I'm doing it, one, a mutual friend reached out to me um, and said, no, I think we got some cool stuff going on. Uh, and me, being the skeptical <laughs> guy that I am, I wanted to see it. Um, and so I, I appreciate the fact that you, uh, in, in, a, in a listening to your story, and in a real way, your, as, your journey as a learner, is try, you're trying to reflect that in, in, in power school, so I, I respect that. But also, um, some of the things you have looking forward is what I'm uh, really, really, you know, happy about. Because I, I, I just, um, I'm just, I'm so guarded about, you know, when, when companies are bragging, like, and, and they'll do better on the SAT. And, 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 and don't get me wrong, like, I want students to do better, but it's that pushing things forward. And, and quite frankly, you, I, I was kind of excited about the interview, but the Alexa and the gamifications, like, okay, now we're going to do this. Because that was just beyond the obvious. And so I, I, I appreciate that. And then, you know, getting kids to be more engaged, I'm all about. And, and getting, you know, as, as a, a guy that adores his kids and his wife getting uh, an opportunity I'm telling you I think this Alexa thing I think that's your killer and getting them to uh, you know even around the dinner table I can just imagine Grant what'd you do Grant did you get everything in today yeah hey Alexa Grant didn't do anything today so I, well, I as, as you were saying right you being a power school parent and a power school teacher too right will you see the value I think as a go back as I look around the ST it's great to see so much innovation happening what I still one of the pieces we are trying to fill the hole is there's still a lack of scaled vendors who are helping bring it all together. 
that's the vision we are is that what you saw in our school of the future is that we're bringing all those piecings together so more innovation is possible. So a lot of way we are doing the plumbing, we're doing the platform for K-12 that will enable districts to take advantage of even more innovation because they will solve the data problem, it will solve the connection and integration problem and now they can leverage all these different pieces and innovation on top of it. We may not be able to provide all the innovation. As we you know, talk about, we're doing a lot of great work. We're spending $90 million in, in R&D, which is more than a lot of the revenue of 90, 95% of the companies you see on the floor. But it's still, the innovation is something we want to encourage and enabling through that partner system and part of our unified platform is what we are focused on. So I'm glad you like that. You, li you like the power of that platform and what it can deliver and there's so much potential here that it's exciting. I think the next few years is going to be really game-changing in so many ways in educatable education as things not start coming together and we are proud to be part of the journey. Uh, so I'm going to treat you no differently than any other guest in the sense that, because uh, again, I'm so guarded about, you know, this has been a paid political, so I do this for everybody else, but uh, tell everybody else where they can find information either about you or about PowerSchool or whatever. Sure, well this, uh, you know, the easiest way is you can go to powerschool.com and you would get a, not only information about our solutions, but we'll get a chance to talk to the experts and reach out to us in any way we can uh, help out. A lot of times the best uh, way to engage with us would also be is that the fact that we have uh, three-fourths of the student population in U.S. and Canada, likely your neighboring districts might already be using. So best is to even talk to your neighboring district and they will tell you about the power school journey and what you can accomplish. But we're happy to spend time. Thank No, that's, that's yeah, that's awesome. Well, Mr. Gulati, from, uh, seriously, I appreciate your time. Appreciate you taking time to get off the floor here and uh, spend time. Kind of a neat ambiance. We're going to get all the hub and the bustle and hustle here at the background noise. But uh, no, I think your story rings true. And uh, I sincerely, I can hear your interest in your own journey and, and your product. And so for that, I, I, I tip my hat. So thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, uh, best of luck in the future, man. Yeah. Thank you, John. Thank all you for right. your time. All right. There you go. Hardeep Gulati of Power School. Hope that you enjoyed this episode. Again, the reason why we find some of these awesome, awesome people to have on our podcast is because you guys make some recommendations and oftentimes introductions via email, which I sincerely appreciate. And that's the way we grow. Also, sharing, liking, all that good stuff really helps out a ton. Also, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. If you go to our LinkedIn page, uh, that is the Startup Foundation or just Don Wetrick's uh, page on LinkedIn, we are really starting to grow and accelerate on our video series with our young entrepreneurs. They are part of our cohort with Innovate Within, and I uh, really want you to take a look at what they're doing. These students are doing some amazing things in the entrepreneurial realm and growing. Other than that, this is Don Wetrick reminding you that opportunities are everywhere. We'll see ya.